What's up, guys? This is your host, Danny Baylor, Danny Cakes, and you are listening to the Immeasurably More podcast. Welcome back, you guys. Happy Tuesday. So excited to be here with you guys. If you did not catch this last episode with my favorite guest of all time, my very best friend, my business partner, my teammate, my spiritual leader, that is my boyfriend, Brett. You guys, that was something that I put on a list about a year ago was that I would record a podcast. And I'm safe to say, I don't think it's going to be the last one. I think I was really surprised how much fun he had with it, even though it seemed like it was a little bit out of his comfort zone, but he knew how much value it would add to you guys. And you guys, he rocked it. Like the conversation that we had, like, I just knew. I knew, you know, we're two or more gathered, you know, their God is also. And he was totally among us in that time um, that we spoke and just shared our heart and just kind of covered a couple of things that I've already talked to you guys about, but I really wanted to do here. Like, hey, this isn't some made up guy. Like, he really exists and this is his heart. And I just remember, like, there was a point when he was talking and he's just, it's just so beautiful, you guys, to watch like the Holy Spirit just like come over him and speak through him. He's so smart. He's so wise and he's just so clear and he's so loving when he shares it. And I'm so excited for you. You have not had a chance to listen to that. You're going to be so filled up and um, just hear what we have to say as a couple. And the funny thing is, um, it kind of went a different route than I expected so early on. But you guys, we actually end up talking and sharing a lot about sex, which I love that so much. And like just our perspective, our standpoint the decisions that we've made to wait for marriage. And it was so cool just hearing, you know, guys perspective of like where we stand spiritually and all those things and just what we feel is right. And I know that you guys, if you're listening to this podcast, like you're, you're just looking for my opinion. And so when I go into what I'm talking about today, you guys, this is what I know. This is what I feel in my heart. This is what I believe the Bible says. And I hope that you're on here because you're seeking that, that advice as well in that direction. And so I just always want to be cautious that, you know, I'm never being judgmental or anything. And everything that I say, you guys comes from a place of love and a, a place of me always trying to protect you and keep you from further hurt in your life and your experiences of dating and relationships. And ultimately just like really protecting your heart and saving yourself for marriage and for that last person. So it was amazing. That podcast episode was so incredible. I, I'm going to cherish that forever and all the things that we shared. But if you haven't yet, check it out. Send us something you, someone you know is going to find value in it. Um, I hope that you guys do. It was so incredible. And we'll hope to see Brett back very soon. We'll see. He kind of threw a question at me and took hold of the, the host situation of the podcast towards the end. So see how that went. But yeah, so I kind of want to continue that topic. I kept asking God, I'm like, hey, what are you, how are we supposed to top that? Like, what's next? And I feel like God was like, talk about sex. And I'm like, okay, well, this is like <laughs> kind of the more uncomfortable uh, topic to share about. And it's touchy and all those things. And But the more I thought about it, the more I felt like this was just the right direction to go based off of what we just shared. And um, I just had to have, uh, have had a handful of conversations with some of you guys over social media and your personal situations. And there were just a couple of common topics and like situations you've been in that I really wanted to share and go over and just share my heart and what I believe is right about sex and in and out of marriage and all of those things. And depending on where you stand now, if you've been married, all of those things. And so I just want to share with you guys. I just think it's so important to share that <laughs> I believe the Bible says that sex belongs inside a marriage. And it's so funny because I was taught that at a young age. I felt convicted about that for a long time, even as a young adult. And I never actually like 
read it in the Bible, um, you know, where it says that specifically, I've read things like over the years, but I was like, Hey God, like I want to give them like a solid verse that says, you know, like, this is, this is your word. Like, this is what you have for us. And so in first Corinthians seven, two, it says, but because of the temptation to sexual morality, each man should have his own wife and each woman should have her own husband. And I think there's a verse before that too, that says like, Hey, it's, it's not good for a man to have sex like outside of marriage or basically like to be tempted. And it's because like sex is not bad. I want to make this clear. You guys, I remember, I remember when I was in uh, it was high school and I was at church and I loved this. I like, it was the first church. I grew up in church, but it was the first church sermon I ever heard them speak about sex in church. I thought that was so great because this is so important. You guys, and why don't we talk about it enough? Like this is so huge. This is like such a major part of relationships and the, oh gosh, the misconceived ideas of like what's, you know, valuable before marriage and all these things. And I love that the demonstration, I'll never forget, they talked about that sex was in the same way um, as fire, right? The same kind of idea that fire can be used for good. It can be used to cook food, prepare food, keep you warm, but fire can also destroy. And I feel that so fully with sex. You guys like sex is good. But the Bible also says that there is a time and place for everything in a season. And I believe that sex belongs in marriage. I believe that there's a covenant that God created because, and I've talked about that before in a previous episode, but a covenant, you guys, it's basically an unbroken commitment. Like God did not, you know, intend for us to be divorced because he knows how this binds us. Like being a man and woman, like coming together as one Genesis two twenty four says, therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife and they shall become one flesh. God intends for us to come become one together, to bind us. And like I said, sex is kind of like that icing on the cake that um, that really just, just binds that covenant. And so he knows, right, that outside of marriage, what he intended, it's, it just can, can inflict a lot of hurt and pain. And so I just know that when we're obedient and we're honoring God's word, it's and it's not just about, you know, this is what he commands us to do because he's God. Well, he's God. So he know he's good at being God. There's a reason he's God, right? <laughs> but but when we're honoring God and his word, you guys, it, it is for our own protection. And there's a reason why sex is, is we, we relate to it as intimacy. It's something so special. And so I want to go over those couple situations you guys might find yourself in um, and seeking some advice. And so this is my heart. This is what I'm sharing. And again, I, I just want to like preface like this is between you and God, like whatever you're going through, whatever your experiences are, you guys, I'm not here to tell you what to do or, you know, but justify like maybe the the convictions that you're currently feeling are valid and hopefully lead you on the right path to being empowered because your heart deserves to be respected. And so the first thing I kind of want to cover is I got a lot of people talking about like, hey, we're living together or we're currently dating, but we are being intimate. And so like, what do we do from there? And it's usually like one person in, you know, a, a typically I talk to women. And so you guys are like, Hey, like, you know, I feel convicted about living together. And I'm assuming if you're living together that there are other things going on, or you're like, Hey, we're being intimate and I don't know how to stop. Like I feel convicted and I'm, I'm afraid to go to this person. And so you guys, the thing with living together is like, you're, we're just setting ourselves up for that temptation, right? Like it's really hard to keep us accountable when we're sleeping in the same bed as somebody. And so I just encourage you, like, if that's where you're convicted and you're like, Hey, like I want to do things right. I love this person. I'm not necessarily looking to break up with them or anything. They're not like, but I just don't feel like what we're doing is right. Either we're living together or we are being intimate. And like, how do I get out of this? Number one, if you're living together, you guys, like I just encourage you. I'm like, get out of that situation. And you're probably thinking, oh my gosh, how do I do that? Like, 
I could not afford to live by myself. Like this made so much sense. And I remember thinking that too. I remember thinking, oh, he's going to be here all the time anyways. We might as well live together. Like it's, it's just logical. Well, you know what, you guys, God's not logical. And when we do what honors him, he's going to take care of us. And I wish that I had a little bit more faith back then when I was in my past relationship to trust that God would provide for me because I did need, I did need to move out. Like my family was moving out of town. I was moving out. I, I needed to get out of my parents' home. Um, I was ready to branch off. And I remember thinking I kind of stood a ground at first. I was like, you're never going to move in with me. Like, we're not doing this until we get married. Like, I'm not doing that. And then I like slowly caved and I was like, actually, this kind of makes sense. And so I understand that feeling, but I wish that I had set my ground and be like, you know, God, like, this is what you called me to be. Like, this is not going to position us in a way that's going to potentially honor you. And so I trust that you're able, that you're going to find me a room somewhere or a roommate, or you're going to find ways that you're always going to provide enough because I'm doing what honors you. And so in every aspect of life, you guys, whatever you're afraid to do, but you know it honors God. For example, tithing. I'm very like passionate about tithing. I'm oh like, God, this is the money that you've given me and I will honor you with it. And I know that when I do what God's called me to do and giving that 10%, um, that he's going, he's going to take care of me. You know, um, Matthew 6, it's like 28 through 33. I've talked about that in like, the anxiety episode. But he talks about that. He's like, hey, like, you know, the flowers and all these things and the birds, like, they, they don't even labor or work. And like, I take care of them. Like I make sure that they're taken care of. Like this is your heavenly father. And if you're doing the things that are hard in this life, because you're trying to be set apart, because you're trying to do what's righteous and honor him and honor what he calls us to do out of protection for us and to be close to him, he's going to match you guys. Like he's going to be right there for you. So I just encourage you to get out of that situation. Try to try to explore new ways because he's going to open up doors. Only he can open up. And it's going to build your faith in so many other ways. But if you're just, you know, that with that person, obviously that you're dating or you're living with, um, you guys, communication is just everything. And if this is scary to do, which it was for me, and I completely understand that, then that's probably red flag that you're in the wrong relationship. And I was, but hopefully your partner is somebody you can talk to. And I understand that's tough as well. If maybe they're not a believer, if they don't understand your conviction, um, or maybe you guys both are, but don't put yourself in those situations, you know, like pray through it separately together, ask for self-control, be like, Hey God, like, I know that we've, we've gone too far than we wanted to, or we we've been doing it and we need to like take a step back. But I, I get that you're like, Hey, if we started, like how on earth do we stop? You guys, I'm telling you, like, I fully believe that the Holy spirit can give you self-control in ways that you never knew. And 1 Corinthians 10, 13 says, no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. Meaning like, hey, what you're feeling is probably common. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide you a way out so that you can endure it. He will provide you a way out of your living situation. He'll provide you guys that self-control to not put yourself in that position with somebody. You know, just don't set yourself up for it. Like, if it's hard to have like self-control, then don't put yourself in situations where you're alone, you know? Um, but I, I totally, totally, totally believe that God can give you self-control because Brett and I experience it every single day. He tells me all the time, he's like, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know how we haven't yet. Um, but he's like, it's just God. And there's no other explanation for it. And test God. See if he will allow you to. Like, if you can come crazy, like, try it out. Be like, hey, God, like, give me self-control. And he wants to, like, why would he not help you to have control over your flesh in a way that like honors him and what he called us to do? So ultimately, you guys, if your partner is not willing to surrender their desires, 
or manipulate you through staying where you've been, even that's not really what you're comfortable with, then again, that's a sign right there, right? You probably shouldn't be with them and start um, acknowledging that. And I understand that this is a scary thing, but at the same time, getting out of something that's not for you is hurtful, but you know, you guys, the long-term effects, just do it while you can, you know, you're just, you're just prolonging that hurt. And so if these convictions are something that you just can't deny you guys, like, like I said, like lean in to Jesus, like you're not feeling that conviction by accident. You're not feeling like I, I knew it's so crazy. I knew for probably like six months to a year before my breakup, I had all these thoughts, like these reoccurring thoughts. And I don't know how I was so in denial. It's so scary. You guys like, yes, how we can be manipulated by somebody else, but also how we can be, be, be manipulated by our own mind. And that's why it's so important. And I did, I was like, probably wasn't going to church as much. I wasn't that connected. I avoided other Christians because I didn't want to feel, I, they, I felt convicted around them, you know? And I felt like, well, they just didn't get it. And it made me feel uncomfortable. You guys, if you feel uncomfortable, it's for a reason. And so like, just know that God has good intentions for you. And he, he's planting these seeds in your head that, that this isn't right, then it's not right. And trust that there is so much better. Again, I'm living proof. Next topic is if you're like, hey, I've already had sex. Um, so what's the difference kind of a thing, right? I've had some, you know, what if you're a single mom or a single dad, you have kids, or you've been married before and you're like, well, I'm not, you know, what's the difference at the end of the day, you guys, it's black and white, right? Just like the, the very first episode we talked about, like got the God's word says sex belongs inside marriage between husband and a wife. And you know, your feelings lie to you, but we have to protect ourselves. And I was thinking, I was like, you know, what? isn't it simpler that way, right? That God says strictly sex, it belongs inside marriage because, you know, I feel like the Bible is tough enough to, to understand. I love dissecting it. I will say I never expected I would be like such a reader. And I love trying to understand it and hearing what God says to me as I read it. But I'm so grateful that there's no gray areas. Like, can you imagine how much more confusing the Bible would be if God's like, hey, well, you, you know what? If you've had sex, it's like there'd be all these exceptions. We're like, wait, what? He's like, uh-uh, this is the way it is. Like, this is the way I intended it. It's for your good. And that's why I called you to, because I know best. I know best for you. And you guys, anything outside of, outside of marriage is sin. And ultimately, a sin is what separates us from God. And as human beings into this world, we're, we're born into sin, right? Eve took a bite of the apple. And so we're, we're all in that sense, like we're all have a bent towards sin. And so the whole point, though, to lighten up the feeling is that, uh, you guys, Christianity is all about serving a God who is a forgiving God. First John 1 9 says, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive our sins and cleanse us from, from all unrighteousness. So you're never too far gone. You've never made too many mistakes. But he's like, you know what? <laughs> I'm God. I know you're going to mess up. And I love you anyways. I love you despite like that. That's who God is like. That's what, you know, Jesus, what he, what he says about us and his desire for us. We're talking about sin, right? And that being outside of marriage is his desire for us is to experience the fullness of him and his love and his goodness and the things of this world can distract us, right? And so we're really missing out on the fullness of God when we're dabbling in sin, when we're kind of doing things our way or what are convenient for right now or what's currently, you know, satisfying our needs, and then finally, you guys, casual sex. Brett and I covered this a little bit. Beneficial friends, if you know what I mean. <laughs> um, dating apps just to have fun in the meantime. And I know that 
we can convince ourselves like it's we're not being hurt by it right now like it's fine it's it's just it's nice to have somebody right and i understand like seeking that like love and attention and that's an easy way to get it it seems fun it seems exciting all those things you guys but sex goes beyond just that moment i think we know that it's more than just the the act of it or the fun of it um and i believe me i believe that sex should be fun right right and the right time and season that god intended but you guys, intimacy was created for so much more. And so are you. And you are worthy of someone who desires you so much that they want to wait for you. Like that is the most peaceful feeling is that someone values you beyond intimacy. Like they love your heart so much. And they're like, hey, like they feel that conviction. And they look at you and you're like, you know what? It's it's not right right now. And I respect you and I love you enough. And Believe me, you guys, because there are tall, dark, and handsome men who will treat you that way because I found one. And, you know, really the common denominator between all these situations for you guys is that just being in the wrong relationship, like waiting to speak up and say something or just having fun because it fills a current need for you, you guys, will only prolong God's best or his blessings upon your relationships. And so, you know, for us, for Brett and I, like we just find clarity. Like it's, we believe that, you know, God's going to bless us in ways, even outside of marriage and whatever, and sex, and all those things that we can't even yet imagine. And it's not because we're following the rule book or like, but it's because we want to do it because there's honor towards him and it blesses us right now. And you guys were actually so much clear minded. We talked about this last episode and I think that we love it. I know that we love each other and we serve each other in deeper ways because we're not distracted by that, right? Like we have yet to become one, like through that, like the intimacy. Um, and I know that there's, if that, if we were, it'd be so much easier to get caught up in the emotion. And like, you want to talk for, for girls, right? We all know that like, <laughs> my mom always says like, guys just need it. <laughs> I keep like saying this. Guys just need a time and a place. But like for us as females, like it's such a deeper connection, you know, like we're so emotional and remember our emotions lie to us. And if our emotions aren't logical, you guys, if we're having sex outside of marriage, like look at all of that, like that tie, that mess, like that distraction. And then we're confused. And then we're like, well, God intended us for, to, be, to be one with somebody. And then we're having sex with somebody who's like just for fun or not the one. And then we're like, so, you know, soul ties, right? Like stuck to them. And we're just like, there's something missing. It's not, it doesn't feel right for a reason, you know? And, you know, <laughs> the question that Brett threw at me, maybe like in your head, he's like, hey, what, you know? What would you feel like if somebody thinks that they're right, that, that what they're doing is fine? And maybe you do think what you're doing is fine, like having casual sex or any of these things, you guys. But I have to believe the way that God created us as human beings, that there is a part of us deep down in our soul like that you can't deny. And maybe you know you're, you have been denying that you desire more and that there's something that just doesn't quite sit well about the actions that you're taking. And I'm telling you, like, I understand. I understand all of these levels, like how hard it is and wanting to be desired by somebody. God wants you to be desired. Sex should be fun. Sex is good. All of those things, but time and place, you guys. And I just, I'm so grateful that there are so many circumstances that I dodged and said no to and was rejected because I know that like I get to walk down the aisle on my wedding day and not since to brag, you guys, like life was hard. It's hard being rejected. I literally had somebody tell me in high school, like, Hey, none of the guys are going to date you because you won't put out. Like that's a, that's a crappy feeling to feel. I'm pretty sure a lot of relationships have been avoided because of this. Like it sucks, but I know that I will walk down the aisle on my wedding day and look him in the eyes and be like, I'm yours. Like I saved like me for you, like all of the rest of me for you. Like that is such 
Who cares? When you guys get to that point, who cares what anybody else thinks? All of the hard times, all the loneliness, all of the rejection, all the moments when you just like wanted him to other, some other guy to desire you and desire your heart, you know, that's all going to fade. It's all going to dim because all you focus on is that person. And that person's going to fill all the voids that nobody else could aside from God. But do you, do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's so worth it. And you guys, everything like that in life, like that works. Anything worth like waiting for, it's hard. It takes time and it's, but it's worth the wait. And, you know, as you remain in a relationship or home with somebody who you feel like you shouldn't be with, like, it's just keeping you from making space in your life, you know, to find God's best and that they're seeking you too. Like that, that was like this, I had to think about that recently. I was like, okay, what if I'm like so caught up in this person that I'm really just that, that, their, that time with them is, you know, avoiding the time I could be with, with the right person because I'm just comfortable with where I'm at with, you know, this person at this time. Does that make sense? And so I'm not saying like, you know, singleness is easy all the time. Breakups are hard. Being alone is hard, (laughs) but this life and what we can bear and God won't waste a minute in the meantime, because he works all things for good. And I don't know why it took me until I was 29 to meet Brett, but I trust that God was working on each of us individually so that we would be wise enough in our walks and our life experience to love and serve each other on the level that we're able to right now. And because of my crappy past, because of the loneliness, because of my trauma, there's not a moment that goes by you guys. I'm not grateful for everything he is how he loves the Lord and desires to honor him and respect me, you guys, all of it matters. And he gets so weirded out because I just stare at him. <laughs> I, don't even, I used to do this all in the beginning, but I guess I never stopped. And he told me probably like two weeks ago, we're at lunch and he's like, it makes me so uncomfortable when you just look at me. <laughs> and I'm like, um, but aside the fact, I just, I look at him in awe and I'm like, dude, you exist. Like I'm still like shaking every day. I'm like, wait, are you sure you love me? Like you think you think you want to like do life with me and you love me and you see me and it's so worth it. Like I don't even care. All the other stuff doesn't even matter because I'm just so grateful for who he is. And because I went through that, like it makes me so much more aware of how much I value him, you know? And so trust the process, you guys. Like trust that God is good at being God and what he's doing right now. All that stuff in between, it matters. Even your mistakes, even the things that you don't like that you're doing right now or maybe you've done in your past. I sat there too. And here I am sitting on this podcast, sharing with you my heart and all the things that no one else probably ever talks to you guys about. So your mistakes, they matter and God will work all things for good because that's who he is. He's a forgiving God. He's a loving God. He already knows exactly how you're feeling. And I pray that you just lean into him. And I want to give you guys like a call to action, like wherever you're at. It's just, you know, recommit that as a couple or maybe individually in your season of singleness, but pray about it like that, that God gives you the strength to, to do that together, to recognize like where you're at. And I want you to know that I'm also so proud of you. I'm proud of you for listening to this and for seeking guidance. And, you know, your heart is in the right place. And if you are feeling that conviction, if you're feeling that stirring, that something's not right, you guys, that means that you're connected to the Holy Spirit. Like God is working through you. He's in you. Maybe you don't yet know him, but you feel that like he wants more for you. So give yourself some grace. Stand your ground. (laughs) I'm so glad I stood my ground for 29 years. And never, ever be ashamed or afraid to change your mind. This is your body. This is your future. This is your heart. And you have a choice whether you're in a committed relationship or not to change that. So I just want to give you guys a couple of prayer points. Uh, So God, thank you that you've already forgiven me. Thank you for always being with me through all of it. 
Help me to my forgive myself. Remind me that I no longer have to carry this weight. I pray that you would give me the humility to recognize where I need to make changes. Give me discernment for the decisions I need to make in my relationship. Continue to protect me and guard my heart as I seek a lifelong partner. Give me self-control to resist temptation as well as my future partner, wherever they may be. Give me the courage to speak up and take a stand and make changes that honor you. Thank you in advance for the plans that you have for me to make those changes. Heal me, my heart, my body, and dim the memories of any undesired moments that I experience. Your word says that you make all things new. And until my wedding day, God, if that's your desire for me, and I feel that in my heart, God, I pray that you would just give me the strength and the endurance to wait until that day. So you guys, um, I just want you to rate, review, and subscribe this. If you found value in it, if there's somebody that you want to share this with, that you know would be refined, um, it relatable to their situation and needs a little love, needs a little grace. And you guys, honestly, like we're not friends to the people unless we're not sharing our honesty with them, right? And so I remember when I was in my relationship and like I said, not until I was out of it, did somebody say like, oh, that's probably not the relationship you should have been or the things you should have been doing. I wish somebody would have, you know, cared enough to call me out sooner. You're being a friend. You're loving somebody when you're like, hey, I see more in you. I see value in you. God's called you to higher things. And I hope that this is a podcast episode that just breaks down those walls for them and um, that you feel conviction in all the right ways, you guys, because that's good. That means we're leaning into God, that we're connected with him. And he desires you. He desires to have this nearness to you, like nothing you've ever experienced. And all these distractions of the world, you guys just get in the way right now. But I promise you that when you do the right things, when you are obedient and you seek his will, you guys, everything else just falls into place and is immeasurably more than you ever could have imagined. So if you guys have any questions, you want to reach out, uh, you can always Instagram message me at Danny Cakes, D-A-N-N-N-I Cakes, or at immeasurably.more.podcast. And so I really want to hear from you guys some more questions you have for me about love, sex, dating, and marriage. So we will cover that on the next episode. And I will leave you with this. Galatians 5.16, but I say, walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. 